Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If I'm going into Wisconsin. Well, I got the kicked out of me in Wisconsin once. Forget it. Snap count on my mind, Romo hand on my butt. I'm the center, and that's what's up, yeah I touch the ball on every play And if you see me coming at you, it's time to pray I got a big beard and a real mean streak In the bedroom, I'm a super freak I once ate a whole honey-baked ham Ask a DT who the f*** I am My name is Frederick Yeah, Travis Frederick <laughs> My name is Frederick yeah, Travis Frederick. <laughs> Joining us now at Top Golf in the Colony, the man of the hour. He's what this is all about tonight. Travis Frederick's blocking out hunger event at Top Golf in the Colony. Here he is himself, Travis Frederick. Hey you guys, doing, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great. We're super stoked and honored to be here again uh, with you this year, and we're excited about the turnout of players tonight and how much money you guys are going to raise for blocking out hunger and in, in the foundation and uh let's just kind of dive in right there and and this has really been your mission and you've gone out of your way you've been very consistent and uh, you put a lot of time effort and energy into helping feed the kids of this community kids that don't get enough food don't get enough meals so let's just dive in and, and get the latest what's the latest with the foundation yeah I, this is a super important thing to me you know i knew when I got here that I wanted to do something, uh, and I didn't know exactly what it was. But when I saw the need here in Dallas um, for the kids that don't have enough food, uh, I knew that we needed to do something. And then as a rookie, you get connected with all these galas and all these charity events, and you see how generous the people of Dallas in this area are. Um, it's really special. So all we wanted to do is create a conduit uh, between those people that want to give and the people that need, and, and that's what we've done here. Uh, so we have our, our two events a year. This is our spring event. We love doing it. This one's a little more laid back and a little more fun. We're out here at Top Golf. Uh, I got 25 plus teammates coming out today to play golf with these guys, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you still have time, uh, please come on out. Uh, you can get tickets up until the event. So we're going to start off at uh, seven o'clock, and I'm really excited. We, we we're raising money for things like uh, backpack programs for kids. Um, when they're not getting food in school, so that's spring break, summer break, and winter break. And our bigger project that we started, and we're actually going to launch a third one, is Travis's Pantry, where we actually go into schools and provide food um, in a room in a school that not only non-perishable food items, but also a refrigerated section for perishable items uh, for kids to take home over the weekend during the school uh, year, which is a really big thing. It is really incredible. And, you know, you mentioned the generosity of the people of Dallas. It, it is a really good thing. Uh, but there's no bad charities, right? I mean, there's every charity is has got good intentions. Absolutely. Uh, but there there was probably some sort of moment or something that happened or a story you came across or something that made you zero in on this. Do you remember exactly what it was? Where you're like, you know what, this is what fits for me. I do. I was uh, downtown uh, handing out meals for. Uh, another company that I was working with that was dealing with hunger in general and is working on a more sustainable solution to mm -hmm. hunger um, in the area and throughout the world. But when I was downtown and I was handing out these meals, I saw the, the smiles on these kids' faces, how excited they were to be getting it was a hamburger. Um, and it, 
for some of them was the first meal they had had in days. Wow, and uh, when you see that, it immediately hits your heart and pulls at your heartstrings and says, this is an issue. I mean, these kids have no uh, hope in you know moving forward if they can't reach their potential because they can't focus in school and they can't grow to be uh, the uh, productive adults that you need them to be for our society. Man, you're, you're a special guy, Travis. We've known that, having you on the show for a long time. But I thought last year was your finest year that we've known you because what you what you went through with Guillaume Beret, it was such a curveball. There was no way to be prepared for it, but all of a sudden in camp, oh, here's an illness that might take your life, but for sure you're out of football, <laughs> and we don't know if you'll play again. And you just kept the same demeanor. You stayed positive throughout the whole thing. Uh, I, I just think it speaks volumes about your character, the way you handled that adversity. And now I look at you, and I – I guess I didn't notice it over time, but you had kind of withered away over the course of the year. And that's yeah. a, I'm probably exaggerating it to say you're withered away. Cause it's you're all st- relative. <laughs> it's all relative. <laughs> yeah. You're still, you know, a, a, like a human lumberjack to us. You, you could have easily killed us with your hand, <laughs> bare hands, even at your sickest. <laughs> but uh, I can see now uh, you look uh, very healthy, like you look ripped, like you look like you've put on good weight and. I don't know. You look more like yourself before. Kind of horny, really. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it until <laughs> Do I, I look horny or yeah, you're horny. Yeah. Because, no, well, Ben. We all are. Ben I think it was everybody. I understand. Um, yeah, <laughs> very, I'm very rough. <laughs> and Kevin. Uh, but am I am I right to say that? I mean, you look like you've put on a lot of muscle. Yeah, I, I am feeling a lot better. And uh, it was kind of a weird time. Like you said, I, I really did wither away. You know, what kind of, you know, short story. Uh, my brain wasn't able to connect with my muscles. So I wasn't able to control them. I wasn't able to fire them properly. So when that's happening, you can't work them out. You can't exercise them. And uh, you don't think about exercise being walking every day, you know, up and down the stairs or to the car or whatever it is. But every movement that you do is exercising your body. So when you're not able to walk properly, you're not able uh, to be up and down stairs, it really, on top of not being able to weightlift, really cuts into that stuff. So I was having an issue with um, walking and stabilizing in my hips and all of that. So all of those muscles start to shrink down. They start to atrophy because you're not using them. Um, and so that's why I lost a bunch of weight. And, uh, you know, I did try to keep some weight on. I thought, listen, it'll be easier to keep the, the weight on if I can just keep the number up, whether it's fat or muscle, and then transform it over and I quickly found out that uh, the muscle came back and the fat stayed on top. So I had to <laughs> sl- slim back down a little bit. Uh, but it, it was good because generally the, the rule in the weight room is bigger or stronger. Um, not necessarily all muscle. Even sometimes you need a little bit of fat um, to be your strongest. And so this has helped me to get back to those numbers that I want to be at, be a little bit bigger, um, and I'll be able to start slimming down here uh, once we get into training camp. It was so interesting to me as Ben was getting into that question because based on our history, I was pretty convinced he was going to ask you to power rank your years oh, with the Cowboys. Goodness. Oh, wow. Because you just went out there and planted a flag on 2018 and said, man, 2018 is Travis. Here's the Cowboys. Travis, if you'd like to go ahead and power rank your finest years as a Cowboy. I guess Shippy gets to decide how many different years. He's probably looking it up right now on Pro Football Reference. Number number 10 probably doesn't work here, huh? Number 10 is a reach. Unless we want to do future years. So it's six years. Wow, you've been in the league for six years? This is my seventh year This is year seven. Holy cow. It's, uh, it's unbelievable God. how quickly that goes. When I try and impress that on the young guys when they come in. Um, it's just it's so difficult to believe how quickly it moves. Did so Joe, y- Joseph Randall listen? No, <laughs> yesterday? Is he a listener? I'm sorry. Did he listen when he tried to tell uh, the young guys? Don't you know, mention him. He was yeah. my age, so oh, I wasn't okay. any older. I couldn't impart any right. advice. Yesterday was our six-year anniversary uh, at the, at the, coming back at the fan for them and me joining their show. 
and that first week on the air is when we met you. Yeah. Is it really? You're right. rookie. And I that thought you guys had year. been around forever. Like you guys. Well, they have. Well, 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 right. But, you know, you had Grow the Show and you had all these yeah, things. We, and well, I was like, oh, man, why are they growing the show? This is like an awesome show <laughs> that's been on radio for like 40 years, as old as these guys are. You know? <laughs> we, we, we weren't that old. That, yeah, we were probably. Yeah, we, we were actually that old. Were, we were that old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were. We were 42. I'm sniffing 50 here yeah. pretty soon. It's I'm so. just now learning how old you guys <laughs> are. So that's good. We've tried to hide that from you. <laughs> uh, but I got to say, so for you looking the way you look right now, it's getting me excited about the season because I know you don't think about it this way, but I'm thinking, damn, we might have just gotten one of our three best players on the team back that we didn't have last year. And I say we because we're part of the team. Right, of course. But um, I'm, like, super stoked uh, about getting you back because at first it was the first finding out about Guillain Barre was like, oh, no, I'm worried about Travis the person. And then now that you're okay as the person, now we start thinking about, okay, how good are the Cowboys going to be? Well, you take a Pro Bowl center, and, and, and look, uh, no no disrespect. <laughs> Obviously, Joe Linney was great last year. Get into this at 6 o'clock. Yeah, I, can't, I can't wait to tell him what but, you said. But you're <laughs> arguably the best center in the game. I know you don't like to say that, but unless it's private and you're yelling it at us. Um, <laughs> With that giant finger in our face. But it gets me very optimistic for this coming season. How optimistic are you? And I know it's impossible to guess now right. you're coming back from the shoulder and whatnot, but how optimistic are you that you're not going to skip a beat and you're going to be right back to where you were? I'm optimistic. I think that's a great way to put that. Um, I don't know if you can scale optimism. Um, I generally am a very realistic person, and I try to keep everything grounded. Uh, so I realize that there's there's a small chance that things might not be exactly the same, but uh, every step along the way on this return uh, has exceeded my expectations. Um, I was able to get back weightlifting faster. I was able to get back walking faster, and I, all of these things um, started happening faster than I had anticipated, and being back out there working with the guys now, I feel like I'm moving well and I'm, I'm back at that sort of pace. You know, I'm not going to be doing a ton of contact during OTAs, but um, everything kind of ramps up. And, and honestly, so far, everything is better than I, I had realistically expected it to be. So uh, that gives me good optimism. Very exciting time. Travis Frederick joining us on the Bid and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. How was the big fishing expedition? Oh, it was a great time. You know, that was uh, one of the best trips that I've been on. Uh, with the guys uh, in my career, and I'm not going to power rank those trips. <laughs> we don't need to talk about uh, a lot of those details, but uh, it was a great time. You know, we had a <laughs> we had a, a really good group of guys out there, and I wish that I could bring all you know everybody. And uh, unfortunately, this this already has blown up uh, way bigger than I. It started with just me and Zach, and now all of a sudden it's you know ten guys. But uh, what a what a great time for us to just be out on the water. Um, some guys fish, some guys don't. Uh, but we're all together in a remote area where nobody has any idea who we are. And, I mean, it's, it's great. And you talk about Key West. Uh, we get down to Key West for a night, too. And down there, it's such a small-town feel. Um, everything happens. It's kind of like, almost like uh, you know, Bourbon Street, from what I've been told. It all happens right there. Uh, but it's not like all these crazy people. So it was awesome. We had a really yeah. good time. You, you guys just mix in. Don't stand out at all. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Can you imagine those ten guys walking in a bar together? <laughs> we got a couple looks, but, uh, <laughs> you know, nothing out of the ordinary. Shortest guy is 6'5". <laughs> Close the buffet. Close the buffet now. I'm Shut it you down. Shut it down. Shut down the buffet. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of being uh, out there, buffet. deep sea fishing. <laughs> Uh, maybe you could power rank just a couple of the most deadly things in the ocean. <laughs> Chippy? In the ocean. Music number four. Uh, number four, we have the anemone 
Ooh. The anemone uh, is a poisonous plant yes. uh, that I don't know. It counts as a plant, maybe coral. Or Your lists don't really coral. start yeah, out well. Anemone, well yeah. Talk about Eric the enemy. The no, no, no. <laughs> the anemone. Yes. You're a strong I, finisher, though. Yeah, look at, I've had to take knows. one of those when, I, when I'm sick. When I was a he kid, knows. I had to take no, one. No, that's he an knows. enema. Enema. <laughs> yeah, if you're getting an enema in the ocean, that's dangerous. That's I found those dangerous to be deadly. As well. That's well, the best place to do it, actually. All right. In the ocean. I guess we'll accept that because you're in person. Thank you. Number three. Number three, we have the uh, man of war jellyfish. Oh yeah, just oh, one yeah. bite of those and yeah, you're toast. Lethal, right? You're out. Yeah. Oh really? It'll you're kill gone. you? You're gone. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's one of the it's the number three most deadly thing oh. in the ocean. <laughs> okay. So they call uh, it the man of war. Unless you put peanut butter on it. I don't know if peanut butter is what you're supposed to do with it. Can't supposed remember. to pee on it. Yeah. I think it's pee. I think yeah. it's urine. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's probably not gonna help. Uh, it, it might help. It's lethal. Yeah, I suppose. What yeah. are the seven best things to pee on? <laughs> no, no, seven. stay. No, go, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead and stay on the. Oh, my goodness. Shippy. <laughs> number two. That's a good number. Number two. The number two most dangerous thing in the ocean um, to me is pirates. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, Pirates are a real thing, and I know everyone thinks that you know the eye patches in the in the wooden leg, but uh, you're talking about Willie Stargell. And no, those I'm guys. talking about like uh, what's the what's Captain Phillips? You know, oh, yeah, I'm um, the Captain. I'm the uh, yes. Somalians. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going that far. Oh, okay. I'm just saying pirates in the ocean. Yeah. Uh, things of you know this, those poor ships aren't allowed to uh, carry weaponry to protect themselves. Yeah. They're using water cannons yeah. against armed militant. Uh, people, I mean, that is they want your booty. That is scary. That is uh, very yeah. scary and probably very deadly. Yeah. Probably Captain the second Jack most deadly Sparrow. thing yeah. in the ocean. I agree. And kind of on the ocean, but yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when they swim, they're in the yeah. ocean. Yeah. Uh, so number one is obviously sharks. No one should ever have to deal with a shark. That's the scary. What? You said sharks. Sharks. Oh, sharks. Yes. Oh, yeah. I yes, thought you were yes. tooting on my idea. Sharks. No. Sharks. <laughs> I said sharks, too. I, mean, and I thought you were thinking about, like, a public pool. <laughs> well, That's the most dangerous thing in a public pool. Uh, I mean, there are so many different types of sharks. Not all of them are that scary, but uh, some of the stories you hear about uh, the sharks and, uh, like, the great white in, where was that? That was down in Florida. It was, yeah. like, a week before we went down there. Right. Um, just coming up on the chum of the boat, uh, it was a little scary for Tell me. Tell us some of the stories you've heard about sharks you said about all sharks? the stories that you hear well i mean you, <laughs> like you hear some there's this one story where there's a bunch of uh, people at this beach and uh the the, the shark just comes by and starts grabbing them you know right. so they take a boat out to go get the shark yes. no and the shark eats the boat you but they end boat. up i don't want to give anything away right it's a great cool. story exactly i was gonna watch that tonight you really loves that story. okay so connor williams is is gonna join us coming up next what what, do you, what can you tell us about connor what are you uh, seeing from him talk about healthy uh, that's what uh, I think the number one word I would use to describe him now is healthy. Um, he, he looks good. He's been working really hard. Um, that was one of his off-season goals was to be able to get bigger, get stronger. And uh, he's certainly done that. You'll notice that as soon as you see him. Um, and on top of that, we're really excited to have him in the group. I mean, he's, uh, he's come a long way. You know, all rookies are, in our opinion, rookies don't know what they're doing and yeah. don't know what they're talking about. Uh, and he certainly didn't at the beginning, but he's come a long way. So uh, we're excited to have him. I, I really appreciate uh, the things that he does. Well, we're excited to be here, and we appreciate you. Thank you for having us back out to your Blocking Out Hunger event, Top Golf Colony. And uh, you got a lot of teammates coming to give you some support tonight. Hopefully we raise a lot of money for a wonderful cause. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right, oh. there he goes, the great Travis Frederick. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.